0: ready? It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about our life as parents, partners, artists, coaches, and amateur scientists. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to fail, to learn, and to listen to loud music, and then to share it all with you. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner.
1: Hey, I'm Rob Stenzinger. Just sitting here thinking, do I really like to fail? I think we mean, like, yeah. We l- eventually like to fail, because <laughs> learning is uh, often powered by that. But, um, but, gosh, it is hard along the way.
0: It is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I do say we love to to fail. Mm.
1: Well, and I don't have much to do during the intro, so I just sit here thinking. <laughs> so,
0: and but but you I'll you're, rewrite you're right. the intro so that it's all you. Uh, no,
1: no. Nah, okay, good. Thank you. Finally, yes. Finally,
0: and we'll take a um, fail failure out of it.
1: Ah, <sighs> good, Captain No Fail. Okay, Ca-
0: Captain No Fail. That's mm-hmm. gonna be the that's gonna be in the intro now. Well, mm. oh. this is Captain No Fail coming to you from <laughs> <laughs>
1: failures. Well, uh, failure is ever an option, but it it's um, no, I don't know. Whatever. I'm belaboring the point. It was. It's. I think it's fun eventually, and it's fun after we you know go through the ride. Well, and Sometimes that's, the ride's hard.
0: The ride is hard. Yeah. Do you want to talk about failure tonight?
1: Mm, let's see what happens. I mean, we, we kind of have a topic that's related to a non-ideal version of the holiday. I
0: know, but it went really well.
1: It, that's true. I, thought, I think it did go pretty good.
0: It, it went really well.
1: Uh, so Halloween, we had to do differently.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but so I that's think what we want to talk about tonight is, you know, how we figured out Halloween 2020 for our family and for everything that we're going through right now and um, how to make that work. And I think it was a success.
1: Well, and hopefully, I mean, you could use the, this for other things, right? Yeah, the so, model. Because we, we did, I think one of the things we did to really help is we talked about this early, early on. Yeah. Because, I mean, we had some folks, the little ones in our house, really assuming that Halloween somehow got a pass. It wasn't going to was, be any different than, than any other year.
0: Yeah, that and and our kids start planning Halloween in, like, July. I,
1: I You know, I was going to say at least August, but yeah. Yeah. Sure, July.
0: And so the fact that, you know, there was a lot of, you know, in the July timeframe – Will COVID be over by Halloween? Sure. And we all—I mean, the whole family—we all love Halloween.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. We all love Halloween. <laughs> 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 um, I was trying to get my spooky voice in there. Halloween.
1: Mm. Very spooky.
0: Um. So it's it's one of our favorite holidays, and so I—I I mean, the kids come by it honestly.
1: Hmm. Well, okay. And even though I don't I don't think we do any big extreme Halloween thing. It's just we we care about it we try to put together some kind of thoughtful costumes and and I guess the it sells itself that the kids get to
0: There's candy.
1: Get a yeah, a big sack of candy. So I guess there's that. Yeah. So how did you want to approach this?
0: Well, so let's talk about what we did. So we started early. We knew that it was a big deal to the kids. We knew that we wanted to find a way to celebrate Halloween, but we also knew that with our situation, it really needed to look different this year.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and that was a reality, but, um, but I don't know. I mean, it took us a while to puzzle it out though. Um,
0: yeah, absolutely. What, I mean, I think it was one of those things where um, I was in a little bit of denial, and I was like, "Ugh."
1: And I, early on, it, we never quite got to the thing that, and this isn't backseat critique or whatever, but I, I think maybe I had my own kind of overly wishful, optimistic idea of how somehow we'd all sit down and do a design workshop as a, together as a family. Yeah. And the, the, it just didn't work. Like there just wasn't a, a good time. There for
0: wasn't it. a good time. But what we ended up, what we did do is you and I sat down mm-hmm. and went through a design workshop together to talk about Halloween 2020. And I really loved when we sat down, the first thing you said is, okay, let's list everything that we love or we like about Halloween mm-hmm. in general. Like what is it that makes this holiday special for us?
1: hmm. Well, and that's uh, I mean, it's kind of a classic uh, facilitation thing where, I mean, there's nothing there's no idea that's wrong. And you just you make a list and making lists can be super powerful with that that theme. It's just here you, you, you go. It's this holiday that we care about. Why do we care about it so much? And just see what keeps coming out and and, and get ideas. Um, in our case, we, we put it on a big, big dry erase board, whiteboard. But, um, yeah, get those ideas done. So, so it was really,
0: yeah, it was really neat. And we talk about, we talked about, you know, taking the kids trick or treating, um, decorating the house, Mm -hmm. we talked about, um, you know, seeing all of the neighbors, um, dressed up. Mm. And one thing that came up through that design session that, that became really important was that whole sense of community. And, you know, sharing things because we would go with neighbors and we would see other neighbors mm-hmm. and that sense of community. Um, I don't think had we not gone through the design session, I was so focused on how do we get the kids candy? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and what are we going to do about dressing up that, um, you know, I had I don't know if we hadn't sat down and really talked it through. Yeah. That well, I would have come up with that, and that really turned out to be one of the things that was important to me.
1: Well, um, and that's the thing is is like we all have extra ideas and and like trapped under layers of other ideas, and if we don't express them and go through the process of of, of exploration, then like we don't mean to hide the stuff, but we end up just ignoring it, and and it's it's like unexplored potential and potentially um future frustration with right you know being disappointed about not addressing something or whatnot and so whatever you're doing if you know a project or whatnot or exploring your own holiday that you want to think um well what do you care about it so much it's worth like i mean we spent a good amount of time on that first list because it ends up being two lists but the first list of, of what do we like um a so let's see, you know, candy. Well, there's a friend's party that we like. Mm, yeah. There's things adjacent to Halloween that sort of, that are associated for us, like uh, the the Day of the Dead, mm-hmm. um, Dia de los Muertos, and um, let's see, uh, even the the general thing of like it's the fall season and yeah. and, and like. It's this time of harvest and and stuff that that we've you know grown up experiencing,
0: yeah, absolutely carving pumpkins one of mm-hmm. our favorite one of my favorite things anyway
1: so um any other thoughts on the what we like about it list
0: um no, I just think it was a really good exercise to go through, so then what what did we do? so we had everything here's everything we love
1: hmm. Then we talked about what we hate. No, nope. actually, it's not about just throwing opposites in. So here's what we like, and then what can we do given yeah. our given the new context. So there was a like list and a can do list, um, because honestly, we knew that it's not all going to work.
0: Yeah, we knew that there was some things we couldn't do. We knew, for example, the friends party. We have a, a friends party we go to every year. They they weren't having the party this year um, because of the pandemic, because mm-hmm. of COVID. Um, they were. They are choosing not not to have that party. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: we wouldn't go on its leave. Yeah. Either. I mean, no offense to them, but yeah. No pandemic
0: this year with the pandemic, and me having cancer. You know, going trick or treating just wasn't an option. Um, even I know there were lots of neighborhoods that tried to put together safe and social distancing ways to do it. It just wasn't something that was going to be safe for us. So, um, and our neighborhood wasn't one of the ones kind of putting that together. As a matter of fact, um, we mostly had lights out in our neighborhood.
1: Um, and what's interesting is like, you could, we didn't know that to a high fidelity until like really late. Yeah. It seemed like next door, there were some posts pretty late in the game as far as, you know, mostly lights out. Um, but there were, there were conflicting things too. So we just had to decide what was, what was good for us. And on the can-do list, it wasn't just like, well, we can't do this. We tried to think of what could honor that,
0: yep. that experience. Each of those things that we enjoyed and what, yeah. yeah.
1: So, I mean, we thought of some... <laughs> you, let's see. So you, we've been watching this show called Holy Moly, right? <laughs> Season two. And it's, it started out with um, just a way... Um, I mean, it's important. If you're going through any kind of thing, I mean, even regular day to day life, your ups and downs and stuff. I mean, it's you need to have laughter and some source that of of just um, silly, silly joy. Silly joy.
0: I was just gonna say silly joy. Yep.
1: Awesome. And and it, it's it's funny that this darn show um, it does that for us. It turns out it does it for the whole family. So <laughs> so we thought, okay, what if we did a holy moly themed thing? And, and, you know, so we thought of like some, where it's mini like golf you course. do some mini golf while pillows are getting chucked at you the and house. then you get candy. But that's right. right. Um, but instead we did a slumber party.
0: Yeah. We yeah. ended up not doing, not doing the mini golf. We didn't have all the supplies for that, but we did mm-hmm. have a slumber party and movies and, and, Yeah. um,
1: and instead of the trick or treating, we, we did some handing out of candy at home. Yeah, we trick or treated. Yeah,
0: we, uh, we had the kids trick or treat in the house mm-hmm. in different rooms and we set some fun things up and some spooky things. I mean, mildly spooky things up. Um <laughs> for that.
1: I um I think I discovered I could do more spooky than the w- with less effort or, or I guess it's one of those things I started setting up my office yep as one of our trick or treat destinations and you were setting up your office and yep. the other one and i knew that mine was probably going to be the more spooky one and stuff like that so when should i describe yeah do it okay so i a few years back um like kate and i made a plan and we ended up purchasing some of those hue uh colored lights right and the if you're not familiar they're sort of um they're a
0: smart light bulb uh,
1: yeah smart light bulb but it's full color and it's controllable through the, the Hue hub and apps and, you know, associated devices and stuff. But some apps um, purposefully turned them into like maybe a dance party or in one app's case, the, uh, what's called Halloween. it's, it makes it's kind of spooky. And I've got maybe what, one, three, four, five, six bulbs, nearish me. And
0: it sets it to music, and yep. the lights change along with the music or the sound effects. In this case,
1: and so it's kind of controlling through its own, you know, mechanisms. The which I don't know how they exactly what they did to create that. If they were using, um, like. If you're coding this, you could do a fast Fourier transform on the, on the wave f- of the file to find the peaks and the different natures of here's mids, here's highs, here's whatever. So if there's a, if, if there's a witch screaming or a, um, something growling or groaning, they're all at these different tones and the lights react in certain ways. I don't know if they program that, like, really precise ahead of time or if they're doing something, um, um, you know, automated. Mm, like. Yeah. Um, but whatever the case is it ends up being this moody thing controlled by my an app so i plugged my phone into some speakers so they were you know it was a little louder than than just this quiet phone sitting there the lights the dimming i did a big skeleton drawing on my whiteboard i did um oh yeah and then i happen to have the halloween tree
0: the halloween tree yep, still, we moved that back in
1: it's still around it's not it never it's never it hasn't become fully interactive but i gave it some sticky note eyes and uh, I put up a big curtain, I hid behind it, and that's that's where I handed out candy. Yeah. Yeah. But that but the ambience was totally, you know, I lucked out with that darn that he- was he- fun. Halloween app.
0: That was really fun. Yeah. And it had some great sounds and the kids really enjoyed that.
1: hmm
0: What about um
1: let's see. And so you had um you you made a, an experience related to our costumes last year.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I I repurposed my um, inkling costume from last year, and one of the times the kids came to trick or treat in my office, I splatted them <laughs> with my roller, my giant paint roller, and I was in my inkling costume. That was kind of fun.
1: Which, if you're not, in I the chased know, them away. That, that's from this video game Splatoon and Splatoon Two, which the whole idea of I don't know, it's it's just it's a really it's an odd thing to describe, but it feels perfect in the game where you're essentially a hybrid of a of a human. A young human that can turn into a squid and you swim through ink and you use your color of ink to battle someone of a different color of ink and it's kind of like this territory you're capture just game. Painting,
0: you're painting the, the ground.
1: Yeah, but then, of it's course, super fun. you get too much of the other color ink on you, then you splat.
0: The other thing I wanted to talk about was community because I'd mentioned that earlier and that was important, you know, is, again, sharing with the community and, and being a part of that so what we chose to do is we made up um, bags of candy um, with little labels on them just saying Happy Halloween from us. Um, and we went around Halloween morning and left them on doorsteps of all the kids in the neighborhood. And it was just a great way to get out and get some fresh air. We we actually um, jokingly called it reverse trick-or-treating because <laughs> we were kind of going door-to-door um, but we had our masks on and, um, it was earlier in the morning and people, you know, there wasn't a lot of people, we didn't see many people out and about at all. Not many. Um, and so it was just nice. We could just kind of run up and drop it on the doorstep and, and kind of move along. And, um, you know, we did run into a few neighbors, I think when we were coming back that had found their candy and waved and yelled, you know, thank you. And that kind of <laughs> thing. So that was really fun and really nice. And we, we enjoyed, it. um, kind of doing, doing that, um, in our neighborhood.
1: Hmm. Um. So I guess all in all, like you said, it uh, it sort of was this for us a couple of activities and this fun, yeah. Um, this festive uh, back and forth between our offices a few times, and that went well. And, and then we, you know, the wrapped up with some slumber party and
0: yeah, it was out. nice. And you know, I mean, it's Halloween being on a Saturday this year. I will say, I think we spent more time doing Halloween than we have in other years, you know, I mean, we, it was like a, Hmm. it was, I would say a little bit more than half the day that we spent kind of celebrating Halloween. And so that was fun as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. It was less, um, time crunched. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Being on a Saturday. So anyway, the design session and planning ahead really, um, I think went well for us and made it, um, a worthwhile kind of adventure and experience. And, mm-hmm. you know, as we move into the rest of the fall and winter holidays, um, we'll probably do similar experiences cause we're going to be sticking close to home for all those.
1: Yeah, I guess so. That's, that's going to be different for, for the c- upcoming holidays too. Yeah. So, well, I guess we'll do a similar thing. Yeah. Good point.
0: Hmm. I think we should do some picks.
1: So you mean picks of like art and science because we love to celebrate this stuff and it's, you know, we practice it and uh, sometimes we come across things where we're like, hey, this is perfect to share with Absolutely. others. All right. Awesome. So who wants to go
0: first? I want you to go first tonight. No, me to go first. I want okay. you to go first tonight cool. and I hope you have an art pick.
1: Uh, luckily, I do. All and right. So I am in a situation where uh, I guess... One of the uh, things that I I can say I'm happy that happened this summer was uh, <laughs> I ended up building a PC, and that has uh, been a very enabling tool. Um, I love my Mac equipment and stuff. I love my iOS devices and and, and have you know pretty positive feelings about the Apple ecosystem. But like um, to get good power out of that system, I mean it's a significant money investment, right? Absolutely. And, um, you know, I just have a variety of workshops and things I need to do and build I'm, I'm working on games and all this kind of stuff anyway. So I've got this, this system and, and little by little, I'm trying to do additional tasks with it. And I find myself editing more videos now. So I found a variety of uh, video tools and one that I tried that I really liked and felt you know, it's not the same as going from iMovie to something else, but but it's, it was uh, very approachable. It's called uh, Shotcut. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm just laughing. Names are funny. Names anyway, are really funny. Names are funny. So Shotcut is at Shotcut.org, and it's a free open source video editing application that lets you... Um, edit a separate soundtrack and video and chop up the video and do transitions and all this kind of stuff that is, you know, I mean, pretty familiar if you've ever played with uh, iMovie.
0: And it's cross-platform?
1: Yeah, it is. So uh, I'm trying to remember where, I know it's, is it Linux and Mac or is it, I'm sorry, Mac and Windows and Linux, I think. Okay. So yeah, it's pretty darn cross-platform. It's not on your, you know, sort of mobile operating systems, but your desktops it's got you covered and um that uh is just at shotcut.org. i mean it's one of those things if you're familiar with the need to you know make a video shorter or show only a portion of it or to take a couple videos and mix them together and that's actually what i just did i guess i'll mention that um i'm this month i'm planning on doing a few different public facing videos for free because of the art sound off creative challenge
0: oh that's right art sound off is starting this month
1: it is and so i just did a video about um like my approach to that challenge where i used my own worksheet i made for my workshop it's all this is this is a bit like uh um it's a bit recursive or or ouroboros going on here because anyway I used that worksheet and I did a little uh, video about it. And I used Shotcut to edit that video. So, oh, nice. worth mentioning. I suppose I'll, I'll link to all that stuff in the show notes. Um, I
0: was just going to ask, where's that video up at?
1: Um, the video is at YouTube. You can get to it through uh, it, it's part of the Polytechnicast, which is another podcast I do. And it's one that I often update during the Art Sound Off Creative Challenge. So, you can always find that at interactive storytellercom Polytechnicast. Um, but link in the show notes. Yeah, link in the show notes. So,
0: fantastic. Um, yeah, shortcut. that's a great Very, art pick.
1: Thank you. Very approachable and free. Nice. What is your science pick? We don't have like a mystery third category. It's not like surprise. It's you know.
0: No, but um, I'm giggling at my science pick today because um, no. it's is it donuts again. No, it's kind of an atypical um, science pick for me, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm staying on theme so see if you can okay well i guess it's not really i was gonna say, I was gonna say see well, if you can figure out the theme halloween but it's not really all that veiled um did you know that vampire bats when they're sick they socially distance no way vampire bats when they are sick socially distance so this has been um shown in in labs like they've done like research i don't know why but they've done research on vampire bats in labs and they've seen this behavior and so these researchers said well that's all fine and well in the lab but what happens out in the wild and so they went out into the wild and they put these nets where they knew all like hundreds of vampire bats all lived together Hmm. and they caught this is kind of funny they caught 41 bats and put these little um, tracker backpacks on them, um, but only were able to track 31 of them because 10 of them figured out how to get them off. No way. <laughs> yeah. So they took the 31 That's bats. Good. They took the 31 bats and they injected them all. And in half of them they injected with like nothing, like placebo, mm-hmm. right? Placebo bats. Yeah. And then half of them they injected with this stuff that didn't actually make them sick, but made them feel sick. Oh. Um, at least that's what they were telling me in the articles. Yeah. Um, and then they tracked and they monitored the bats and sure as anything on the first day, these bats spent significantly less time around the rest of the bats and they stayed further away from the other bats. Like just distance wise, they'd stayed further away. And then on the second day, um, little bit less of that. And then by the third day when this Mm. chemical would have worn off, they were back to behaving normally and participating with their vampire bat friends (laughs) normally. So Mm. a little just heads up and um, they're talking about how um, it's really, it's, it's one of those things like they just kind of want to know in nature what happens when someone is sick when animals are sick what do they do and how do they behave and so it's just i don't know it's kind of interesting and i don't know i found it fascinating um the research that shows that they do indeed socially distance when they're ill
1: do is are there photos in this article i want to see a bat in a backpack
0: okay there is (laughs) is, sweet there is the bat (gasps) that's awesome (laughs) backpack
1: oh my gosh this episode was worth it just for the bat in the backpack. So, everyone, <laughs> I feel go a little bad
0: about the bat in the backpack.
1: I science, I don't know. Like, know. what are we endorsing in this podcast? I right? I know. I feel a We're little like, bad
0: because it's, it's a pretty impressive photo.
1: Yeah. I mean, it looks like, like you could put a couple, like a double A in there, maybe a couple triple A's. And
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's a bat in a backpack. You could have.
1: The thing is, I mean, who knows? This looks like the future of rock concerts to me. Um, <laughs> you've got a little bat in a backpack and some LEDs, and a whole lot of, you know, remote-controlled code and stuff.
0: Oh man!
1: Imagine. I the, don't endorse the using the bats. Is that going unethical?
0: I think. It what if might they like the music?
1: <laughs> All
0: right. Well, and if they're sick, they won't perform because they're going to socially distance and they're going to keep everyone safe.
1: Okay, that's true. So you got to see, well, okay, so whose concerts would get to use the, the back, in the backpack jam light, trademark, or in science punks? Um,
0: would... No, we have nothing to do with this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it, would be, it would be based on the music they like. If the, if the music makes them feel like social distancing, then well, oh, sure. you can't have the, the backpack jams. I guess yeah,
0: not. So All right, so let's see what we can learn from vampire bats. if we can learn all sorts of things from vampire bats.
1: Mm.
0: I think that uh, concludes our, our podcast.
1: Oh, that, that's the thing. I, I think um, I don't think our whole podcast, this episode, though, is pretty good. <laughs> um, so, um, fair enough, I've, I just want to say thank you so much for listening and being a part of our art and science punks community. And hey, of course, there's more ways to connect with uh, Kate and I. You can find our workshops and coaching information at both mycoachkate.com or robstenzinger.com. Up to you to guess which URL is for who.
0: <laughs> and art and science punks can be found on both Twitter and Instagram, and I can be found on both Instagram and Twitter as Kate Stenzinger.
1: And I can be found on both as Rob Stenzinger.
0: Keep making, sharing, and building. Backpacks. Bat backpacks.
1: Or just backpacks and find out, you know, do your own research. Who's compatible with your backpack?
0: Toddler backpacks.
1: Sure. I mean, every toddler, toddler could have like giant light shows coming out of their back and they would be, almost all of them would be happy about it. That's true. So... Be you think the bats
0: like, would be happy about being in the show?
1: Well, well, it's, I mean, um, probably. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I didn't think they would socially distance. What do I know? See I know the, there's
0: a lot to learn.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're we're in a land of mystery here, and so you know, I'd have to I'd have to do some thinking as far as the the ethics. But it's um, certainly sounds fun.
0: It's just kind of an amazing photo. <laughs>